poor David. He just got a DUI. And he just lost his job. All within the span of a couple of months. It was unfortunate. He had had a little bit too much to drink. Crossed over a line a little bit. And the police officer pulled him over. So afraid, he wouldn't even let his own family know. He kept it to himself. The punishment was basically a slap on the wrist. A couple of classes, six weeks or so. Driving on a restricted license for six months. As time passed, his classes were finished. He'd met some interesting people who also had trouble driving. And life seemed to carry on. As a matter of fact, he had gone up to New York and he met this girl, Lisa. Lisa lived pretty close to him, but they were there for a similar competition. One night in line, Lisa asked, would he like to take a walk to get some hot chocolate? He thought, sure. Why not? Plus, he found Lisa attractive. As they began to walk, she asked him, what are some of, like, your deal breakers? Well, he thought about it. Guess cheating. And then she said hers was lying. And he thought about that. Then she asked what he did for a living. And he thought about the fact that he was unemployed. He was a bit ashamed of it, you see. And he had only recently become unemployed. It had been about six months around the same time as that DUI. And he thought, and he answered with the previous occupation that he had. He figured that was better than saying he was unemployed. The conversation continued. When they left each other the next day, she advised that they keep in touch. And he thought, oh, we should go see a movie. She thought that was a great idea. So they went to see The Lion King. And it was good. As they were leaving each other, he reminded Lisa, I don't want to be your gay best friend or something. I like you. And they both laughed. He didn't try to kiss her on that first date. Fast forward a few weeks. Everything is great. Fast forward another few. They're basically in love. And just like that, things take a t It was Hector's birthday party. They were meeting at a local bar that they'd been to a hundred times before. It was a known hangout for the police in the parking lot. They caught drunk drivers there often. Now, 
to six months are almost over on that restricted driver's license. And trying to be responsible. Dan thought, hmm, I should only have a drink or two here and then go drink somewhere else, like my home. So he nursed one drink for hours. And then here comes Hector. Sun Bobby bought Hector some shots for his birthday. Before taking his shot as Hector passed them around, Dan whispered to him, Okay, let's get out of here after this one. Hector understood and said, Yeah, let's go down to our friend's house down the street. Taking the shot, it felt like nothing that Dan had ever felt before. Because the moment that it touched his mouth, his entire mouth burned. He immediately started asking, what was that? Hector didn't know. He also thought it was uncommon and strong. That's when another one of Hector's friends, John, stepped from the side of the bar and said, they're Rumbleman shots. Strong, isn't it? Dan and Hector both left. Went to Dan's car. As a headlight that he'd been meaning to fix for some time, he hoped that it would just come on. It didn't. As they left the parking lot, Dan made a left. At the first stop sign, a cop got behind him and pulled him over because his headlight was out. The cop saw Dan's record, saw that he had just had a DUI, asked him if he'd had anything to drink. Dan told the truth told him that Hector was there for the whole thing and could verify it. He asked him to blow anyway. Afraid, Dan said, okay, but I just told you, I just had a shot moments ago, so I don't know how that's going to affect this. The cop seemed friendly enough. He said, well, just go ahead and blow, and hopefully nothing happens. We'll deal with it when the number comes out. Dan blew came back very high. Dan thought there's no way, but unfortunately, he was being turned around and handcuffed while he tried to piece together how that could be. He'd only had one drink for hours, and then that shot. Later, he would understand that the alcohol was still in his mouth when he blew, causing it to come back higher. But for the time being, he was under arrest again. And unfortunately, this meant that he now had to spend a few weeks away from Lisa. Because when he went to court with Hector to tell them what happened, it came back that his driver's license had been suspended because he didn't receive something in the mail telling him that he was supposed to take another class. Funny how that works. Anyway, when he told his lawyer that he and Hector were prepared to fight the second DUI, the lawyer said, okay, but the defense is saying that if you don't take it, they're gonna hit you with driving on a suspended license, and that could end up with a year in jail for you. Didn't take very long for him to think about it, three weeks or a year. He looked at Hector. 
his way into the courtroom. He hadn't planned on going to jail that day. But it is what it is. He had made his mistake. Now he'd have to live with it. He never felt like he was actually drunk on the second one. That always bothered him. He would have to call Lisa from inside jail. Hector would relay a message, but uh, he was sure that Lisa wouldn't be happy. But she told him that she was going to stay with him through this. It's just a small issue. They'd get over it. During his time inside, he saw people arguing on the phone with their significant others. It made him wonder, could Lisa be trusted? But he did trust her, so he just tried to adjust. The food wasn't great. Nobody was particularly friendly. Most of them were stupid. And the food that he could get down made his farts smell worse than anything he'd ever imagined. Soon enough, he was out and back in Lisa's arms. He'd gotten close with her family now spending holidays together. Eventually, Lisa moved out of her family's home, and they were free to do whatever they liked in her own place. But that came with exposing some issues. Some dealt with trust. There was the fact that he still hadn't gotten a new job yet. And well, this one night, they were saying goodbye to one another. He was going off to see a comedy show. She was going off to bed. He told her that he would text her when he got home that night. As he made his way into his neighborhood, it was a little past midnight. And there was a cop sitting in the neighborhood, waiting. Waiting for what, nobody knows. But what he found was Dan. Dan had let his registration plates expire, which is a crime. So the cop went to pull Dan over. Poor Dan. Poor, poor Dan. He'd never been screamed at by a police officer before. But this cop was mad. He'd seen Dan's record. Cursed and he shouted at him. He was mad Dan had pulled into his driveway. He wanted Dan to park on the street somewhere so that he could have had his car towed. But that wouldn't be possible now. He tried to confuse Dan with difficult field sobriety tests. But Dan did pretty well. But in the end, got a blow. Dan refused. So, it was back to jail he went. But before he had the cuffs put on him, he did take the time to send a text message to Lisa. It said, I'm sorry. And he told Lisa if he ever sent her a message that said, I'm sorry, that meant that he had gotten arrested yet again. But he didn't plan on what would happen after that. Lisa contacted his mother. He'd been living with his mother for about six months. She was concerned. She was concerned for Dan's job.
See, Dan still had her thinking he was at his previous place of employment. So Lisa thought that Dan would get fired for getting arrested yet again. She was aware of all the arrests, so that makes three in less than two years. Not going to look good to the employer. When she asked about the job, his mother responded, confused. She told Lisa, Dan hasn't worked in some time. Did he tell you he did? Lisa was mad. Dan's mother was mad. When she picked him up from jail, Dan's mother told him how disappointed she was. He understood, and she said no. I'm disappointed about what happened, and I'm disappointed that you lied to Lisa. It hit Dan like a pile of bricks. He looked at his mother and questioned, what do you mean? She told him, she knew, Lisa knew, and he needed to call Lisa. That was tough. For months, Dan tried to make it work. He tried to beg, plead, but the trust was broken. Because to go back to their first conversation, Lisa's only deal breaker was being lied to. And that's exactly what Dan did in their first conversation. But one lie turned into many more. Hi, excuse me. Can I ask, uh, what seems to be the difficulty over there? There's some guy over there taking a long time in the line at the ATM. Okay, well, maybe I can be of some help. Uh, excuse me, sir. You seem to be taking quite a while here at the ATM. Can I ask, do you have any money? Because if you don't, standing here won't do anything. You're just making everyone else later to wherever they have to be. I'll give you one dollar to walk away from this ATM now. Who the fuck are you? I'm nobody, and this is none of my business. I just thought maybe I could help. Okay, I have to take a second and just get some Marvel bitching off my chest. So, I told you all, I loved Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Loved it to pieces. So, I'm glad that it made money, uh, but the problem is that then people started jumping to like wild conclusions. Like the second that Shang-Chi made a little bit of money, they moved up the release of Venom. And when I say they, I mean Sony, except for Sony is not Marvel. The first Venom made a lot of money, which shocked me because the reviews weren't that good and I thought that making a Venom movie without Spider-Man would be weird and it kind of was. Admittedly, I've seen Venom several times. I like it. That's about the most that I can say for it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Um, I have no interest in going into a movie theater to see Venom, Let There Be Carnage, even though I love Woody Harrelson and I am excited about the sequel. But it's not enough to get me into theaters. I don't know why they thought because I wanted to see Shang-Chi that that means that I'm willing to go see Venom in theaters. But they moved it up, which was almost good. But the problem is that if Venom doesn't make money, then Sony because they are responsible 
for Spider-Man might not release Spider-Man in December like they're supposed to because Sony desperately needs to make a lot of money on its Marvel property movies, which is why it delayed Morpheus until next year. So, I do kind of hope that Venom makes money. Won't make it off of me. I don't care enough about Spider-Man to go see Venom in theaters because I really did not enjoy being in a movie theater again during Shang-Chi. And as soon as I was in there with people who refused to wear a mask and were sitting on top of each other, basically, as I sat there, upset with myself, still enjoying the movie, I said, never again. So I was very disappointed when then Disney came out after the second week of Shang-Chi making money and goes, that's it, everything else that we do for the rest of the year, exclusively in theaters. Because I was like, okay, so you're not gonna make a lot of money off The Eternals because nobody gives a fuck about that movie. And what does that mean for everything else? That either means that things start to get pushed back again, remember Black Widow, or they're going to have to change it up again, which wouldn't be that bad if by the time like Thor, Love and Thunder is getting ready to come out, which we're due for a trailer somewhat soon. Um, if that ended up going back to premiere access on Disney Plus, I like it. My wife likes it. A lot of people like it. I read in comments all the time, people are like, I like watching movies at home. And I don't care about spending 30 bucks because I would definitely have spent that to go to a theater. Only difference is that Disney gets to keep it all. So they made this decision and I'm like, okay, I really don't know anybody excited about The Eternals. I keep watching the trailers, trying to get excited. I can't, I won't, I just don't, I, I don't care. But I love Marvel stuff, so I will see it when it comes to Disney Plus. Oh, and here's the other thing that I think this got announced yesterday, was that uh, now Shang-Chi was supposed to come to Disney Plus 45 days after coming out. Now, I thought that they were gonna charge us, but apparently that's not the case. Apparently, if they don't release the movie in theaters and on Disney Plus on the same day, then when it comes to Disney Plus, we don't have to pay extra for it. It's just there. So I was looking forward to mid-October being able to watch Shang-Chi with my wife. But now they're saying that there is a Disney Plus day. It's like the first annual Disney Plus day and it's like November 15th or something. I refuse to Google it, sorry. And they're putting Shang-Chi on Disney Plus for free on that day. But that day is more than 45 days after it released in theaters. And I'm like, God damn it, why can't you just stick to one thing? So that means that we might not even get The Eternals 45 days after its release on Disney Plus because they're just making up the rules as we go. But okay. I'm excited about um, Hawkeye. The trailer for that just came out. That looks very Christmassy and fun. Um, and we'll see, you know, what this whole Disney release strategy is going to look like because I don't want anything to mess with Spider-Man, but again, I really just hate movie theaters. So, how did my son's first week at school go? Well, last week, 
I was taking this course throughout the entire week, so I didn't go into the office the normal days that I would have. Um, on Friday, I get a call while I'm in a meeting from his school to tell us that somebody got exposed to COVID because they treat COVID like it's some murder mystery. No one's allowed to know if it's a child or a teacher or some stranger who just happened to sneak into the school and cough in someone's direction and then he ran out of the building. Could have been any of those things that exposed someone to someone who is somehow connected to my son. But due to that connection and exposure, we couldn't send him to school this week because he has to quarantine for a certain amount of time. And because, like, technically I could go to work, but if my son has been exposed, then I have somewhat been exposed. So work is like, nope, you can stay home until that time is up. And then we need a positive, excuse me, a negative test from you before you come back. One time is fine. But due to the whole great caper aspect of it, it's impossible to say how many times this could happen in a school year because from what I've heard, when children start going to school, they get each other sick, who get their family sick. It happens often. So if this exposure thing is at all like the sickness that I've heard everybody plays hot potato with, then people might just end up now, it's fine for me. Staying at home is fine. I like home. And I can do my job from home. If I didn't have a job that I could do from home, that would be kind of scary. Because even though your employer, I think legally, has to understand, eventually they're going to stop thinking with, um, I don't know, not common sense, but they're going to stop listening to reason. And they're going to start just thinking, yeah, but you're not doing your fucking job. And that's the only reason that we hired you and we pay you. So I just thought that, that was interesting. Hopefully nobody has to catch the real raw end of that stick. But uh, yeah, two weeks at home. Booyah! Excuse me. Um... I was back there in line, and I just couldn't help but notice that you seem to be having trouble here uh, at the check-in. Do you have a ticket for this flight? I, I only ask, because if you don't, then you can get out of this line, and we can all get to where we're going a little bit quicker. It's none of my business. I'm just, I thought I could help. All right, you have a good one. I think it's worth mentioning that I was able to get a Microsoft Series X, Xbox Series X, there we go, um, last week. I'm going to tell you how I did it. First, let me walk you to what took me there. So I got the PlayStation 5 last November. I was very excited about it, couldn't wait for it, and it, it is glorious. I can't take anything away from it. Problem is care about it too much, so I wanted to keep it as far away from my son as I possibly could, so I put it in my bedroom that I'm almost never in. 
See, that's my son right there. Just coming over to say hi. Uh, so having it away meant that my Switch, which, not a bad purchase, but that's all that I've had to play out in the living room. And I never take it out of its dock. I only play it like when it's connected. Um, and the problem with Nintendo is long ago, they made a decision that they were out of the making games for adults' business. Children. Children buy video games. That's what they think. And if they don't... Like, I feel like their version of children is much younger than the children I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of, like, 12-year-old boys. They're thinking of 6-year-old boys. Uh, so it gets a little annoying trying to find something as an adult that I want to play on the Nintendo Switch. I either have to be a huge fan of it, like, I was very excited for the Mario Golf game, Mario Tennis. Um, I wish that they had had Wii Sports so that I could have had bowling, because if they had bowling, I would do that shit all the time. Um, so yeah, I, after like six months of having the PlayStation, maybe seven, um, I started thinking like, okay, now I need, I need an Xbox. And I was going to get the Xbox Series S, which is the littler budget one, because I was like, all right, I've got, you know, the next generation high definition gaming thing in my bedroom i can go with a little budget box for the living room doesn't need to like i was like you know i can do disc only not disc only i can do uh digital only because i'm kind of against buying digital video games i've bought more and more of them on the playstation in the last couple of years like when the lockdown happened i started getting digital games problem with digital games is you can never trade them in you're just stuck with them so i own these games forever now like Marvel's Avengers. Uh, I think that I also have Iron Man VR on... Yeah, I, that was a digital download. And to update you, because I bought my PSVR last June, I believe, I still have not played it. And now that I have a PlayStation 5, it, and I think they sent me the piece that I need to connect the two, but uh, yeah, I still haven't done it. Anyway, I was going to get the budget-friendly Xbox, but it's got less memory. And the, the Xbox Series S, which is the cheaper one, those are very available for their retail price. Like, you can look it up right now and buy one for, like, $2.99 or 3 and some change. I think it's $2.99. Um, but yeah, less memory, and I know me, and you can't have discs with that cheaper one. It has to be digital. So after a few games, especially if you're like a Call of Duty fan or something, after like two games, you're going to need to start expanding the memory. And if I'm going to expand the memory, well, then I might as just, well, get the big one. Might as well just get the big one which I'm probably still going to have to spend the memory on, but it's got a terabyte with an asterisk beside it because they, they tell you a terabyte, but it needs like 200 or 176 gigs for something. So you really have like 800 and some change gigs that you can use. So thus began the hunt for one of those, which ended up like I got my PlayStation. I read a tweet the day that they were announced that said that you can go buy them here now and I just went to the link and bought it 
that was my experience with buying a PlayStation 5. With this Xbox, I had to check daily for months. And I was checking different sites, I tried different trackers, I tried following different people on Twitter. Eventually, I went into um, a GameStop, I think two weeks ago, when I picked up, or no, that was like a week ago, I picked up Deathloop on the PlayStation 5. And I was talking to the guy behind the counter, who was a very nice dude, and I was like, hey man, um, is there a good day that I might just walk in here and you guys might have had like an Xbox Series X delivered? And he was like, uh, no, but you can try going to their website, GameStops. And he said somewhere on there you can enable a tracker that'll tell you when you can buy them online. I was like, sweet. I go there, I could not find that tracker. What I did find was a, I think a forum. And it was like right after I couldn't find the tracker. I went back to Google. I find this forum that says, sometimes, not even sometimes, normally every Thursday, Microsoft's website will get some more Xboxes. Series X. And I was like, really? Now it said Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. But I started checking around like 1, 2. What do you know? Last Thursday, it was around 2, 3 o'clock. Uh, they had them available. They only had the all-access ones, which means that I didn't pay $4.99 like I wanted to. Because I did want to. Instead, I'm paying 33 or something dollars a month for 24 months, and I'll own it at the end of it. But also, I get um, Game Pass, which was really all I wanted, because I was like, okay, I'm not really going to buy discs for this, even though it does have a disc drive. I just wanted the ability to play their like Netflix service for video games. And I did the math on that. If I had paid for the service and bought it for $4.99, it's basically a wash on what I'm going to have ended up paying over the 24 months because it's 0% interest. You had to get your credit checked for it. What's up, good credit people? And uh, yeah, now I'm happy. The only slight bummer of it is that I haven't been able to play with my wife yet. You know, this giant thing is sitting in the middle of the living room because uh, I didn't get a second controller. So I just walked to GameStop the day that it arrived because it arrived Friday. Ordered it Thursday, it was here Friday. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, I went down to GameStop thinking I could just buy an Xbox controller because it's the same Xbox controller that we've been using for like 10 years. They are out. He orders one. He does give me, because you know, they don't come with even the wireless charging because Microsoft has some deal with Duracell. So I needed to go get wireless uh, things, not wireless things, um, rechargeable batteries, that's it. Because like, who wants to go buy a 50 pack of Duracells? So I buy that, I get a charging stand, and uh, I'm waiting on the second controller. Do you want to guess? when UPS is supposed to deliver the second controller. And again, if I hadn't walked into GameStop and the dude had done it for me, I would have had the controller by now. I would have gone to Best Buy. I would have gone to Target. I would have used anything. But instead, I let this dude do it for me. And now I gotta wait a whole week and a half from the day that I actually walked in the store to buy a controller. 
in order for it to arrive. But I've already paid. So, you know, fuck me.